Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Brand Is You podcast with Robin. So I wanted to talk to you today about this idea of doing work in your business, in your brand that you don't like versus doing work that lights you up and energizes you. And I wanted to kind of open this discussion around alignment and what it feels like to be creatively aligned and energetically aligned and lit up and fueled by your work versus what it means to be drained and burnt out and tired in your work and how that can kind of benefit your results and the outcomes that you get, but also how that can really leak into your personal life, into your relationships and kind of your overall sense of joy and happiness. So let's dive in. I, first of all, want to just open up this conversation by saying I've been listening a lot to podcasts and doing a lot of reading and just reflecting of my own lately around joy and what I want more of. And as you know, a lot of you who are on my email list will have gotten access to a personal series of videos that I just sent out called Personal Times Branding, The Woman Behind the Brand. And in those videos, I talk about a little bit of the healing journey that I've been going on personally. If you're not on my email list, I highly recommend getting on that list. I send everyone on my email list new content and kind of different reflections and things that I don't share in other places. So definitely join my email list. You can find that link in the show notes. But In this particular email series, I talked about a healing journey that I've been going on and how it's sort of taken me back into my childhood and a lot of trauma that I went through growing up. And through this process of healing and working through a lot of the patterns and behaviors that have been driven from this place of trauma, I've really started to rework my identity of self. And in reworking this identity, one of the things that came up for me was, what do I like? You know, what do I like? What actually makes me happy from a healed place? What makes me laugh? What makes me feel elated? And what brings me wonder and awe? And if I have this choice and this awareness of who I am from this healed perspective, well, it's giving me a whole new set of questions to ask myself and a whole new version of me to get curious about. And the more I keep healing, the more I keep discovering, the more I keep discovering, the more I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, asking myself all of these questions and curiosities that are leading to more and more truth in who I am. But here's the thing that I find really interesting about this and how it sort of connects back to the brand is you is this. The more we know ourselves and the more we allow ourselves to see that truth within us, you know, whether that's through reflection, whether that's through journaling, whether that's through walking meditation or conversations, whether it's through dancing or going on trips and putting yourself in new environments where you're confronted by these new aspects of yourself in different situations and whatever, however you allow yourself to get to know yourself, we start to ask ourselves these different questions and we start to bring more awareness to the wholeness of 
who we are. And in that wholeness of who we are, well, our work starts to change and our work starts to become more evolved. And if we let it, then our work starts to become this more whole expression of who we are. And what sort of happens in that process is that as we evolve and grow and as our work shifts and changes, our brand changes with us to become that representation of who we are, but also how we work and how we desire to work also starts to change. So things that light you up and feel really energizing and exciting in your work in the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey, you know, say year one, will naturally start to change and evolve in year two, three, five, 10, 15. And what I see in a lot of my clients and community is this stuckness and this rigidity around being stuck in certain ways that we do things. So being stuck in certain roles in our business, being stuck in certain environments in our business. Like maybe you work from the exact same place in the exact same way with the exact same lights on every single day. Maybe you're performing the exact same tasks that you were, you know, years ago. And sort of what happens is that our work becomes this autonomic and automatic state that we enter. Now, I, I'm wondering, I wish I could talk to you all right now to get a response from you. Like, has that ever happened to you? Have you ever started to enter your workday and have it feel a lot like your drive to work or, you know, your regular run, right? Where you just start doing the thing and you're not fully entirely engaged in it or not fully present in it because it feels so automatic. And what happens in this state, it's like walking, riding a bike, driving your car, like you're only half present. You're only half conscious because you've done this work so many times now that you don't actually need to be fully turned on. You don't actually need to be fully present with the work. So you you start to kind of disassociate yourself from the tasks that you're doing. Now, this isn't all bad. It can help us, you know, kind of show up and just get the tasky things out of the way. But this may be a red flag or just a, a flag in your business that's showing you that you are no longer being stretched. You're no longer being challenged in your business. And it may also show you where it's time to delegate, hire out, or get someone else to take this task off your plate. Because guess what's not happening in those states? You are not growing, you're not expanding, you're not accessing the the richness of your own creative edges. So it's likely that if you are showing up automatically, you know, if you're showing up redundantly, if you're just showing up to do the same old things in your business every single day, then my guess would be that you are not growing And if you're growing at all, then you're not growing at a pace that you could because you are not actively expanding, you're not actively engaging in your work, and you're not creatively pushing the envelope to see what else is available for you. So we tend to think that 
being in alignment in our work means that things are, you know, quote unquote, working, right? We tend to think like, okay, well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I want to reframe this to say, if it's not growing, then look at it. Okay. If it's not working, then pivot it. Okay. And what I mean by if it's not working, it's like, am I achieving the vision that I have for this work? Am I impacting the way I desire to impact? Am I working with the people that I desire to be working with? And, you know, we tend to look at this question, is it working, with the answer sort of being rooted in results. Well, if we're profitable, if we're maintaining followers, if we're having clients book and we're we're selling things, then yeah, it can be working. But what about you? Okay, and this is where I sort of want to shift this conversation into this alignment piece from a different perspective, because your business and brand can be working in one way. It can be working in terms of results. It can be working in terms of paying the bills. It can be working in terms of growth and engagement. But what about you. Here's an example that I want to offer here. So there are a lot of tasks that I have performed in my multitude of businesses. So depending on how long you've been around here or how many episodes you've listened to, I uh, started my first business when I was 25. And I've been through a series of different businesses in different industries, growing and scaling, you know, six-figure businesses and brands and seven-figure businesses and, and brand, one, one seven-figure. That was a whole beautiful journey. And um, I just closed that down this year with my business partner. But on this journey, one thing that was so evident to me near the end when I closed down the second business was that I had really fallen fallen into this pattern of just doing things to do things. I had really fallen into this like sort of task-oriented habit of just showing up for client calls and doing what I'm really good at. And, you know, you'll find this when you're really good at your work, you don't have to push yourself. You don't have to get edgy. You don't have to work at your highest potential because you're operating in this skill set that is so familiar to you and you're so excellent at it that you don't really have to work for it, right? It's like natural born talent, a natural born skill. So what I was finding for myself was that I was in this role where I was like, okay, I'm really good at this and it comes easily and naturally for me. But here's what I was finding was that at the end of the day, I didn't feel energized. I felt sort of drained. I felt sort of unfulfilled. I felt sort of like, okay, what next? Even though I had had this like full glorious day, you know, of client calls that I loved and I had the creation at my fingertips. I had a team that I got to work with who I loved, like handpicked my employees, like everything felt so intentional. But over time, as I was growing and evolving behind the scenes, as I entered the next chapter, of my healing phase, as my kids started to grow, as my marriage started to become different and richer, as all of these things in my life started to change, the way that I wanted to show up in my work also started to change. Now, this is where things get really interesting. And this is where I think a lot of us find ourselves 
entering this season of stuckness because we don't know what changes need to be made. We don't know what a pivot looks like. We don't know what needs to be burnt down or when to quit on certain things. And especially if it's quote unquote, working in terms of results. So this was a huge piece of this puzzle for me and sort of, you know, entering this next phase and next chapter of my life when we closed down Femme, our seven figure brand. And what happened in that decision was, okay, this is a a well-oiled machine. This business is thriving. It is working. We have finally trained a team that's just feeling like really in sync. We have built this whole set of programs that is working. We have such a great client base. We had done so much that was just working so well. And it felt like, how do you let that go? But if the results and the outcomes the numbers, the people, you know, the logical analytical results are there, but you aren't feeling energized and you aren't feeling propelled and expanded and enriched in and by your work, then is it actually in alignment? Is it actually in alignment with who you want to become? Because in my experience, I built a business as who I was then right? I had just had two babies. I had just entered a business partnership. I had this big vision. I had just entered the coaching industry and like the online world after selling my, or I just sold my wedding planning business, right? So I started that business based on who I was. And guess what? As creatures who are in constant evolution, it is natural that we outgrow things. We outgrow styles, we outgrow relationships, we outgrow genes, we outgrow houses, we outgrow everything. We outgrow behaviors, we outgrow beliefs. And to think that we don't outgrow brands and businesses is such an old way of thinking. It's so deeply connected to this idea that you have a job, you know, one job for your whole entire life means that you are the most successful individual in the whole entire world. Hang on to that job for as long as you can to collect the pension and save for retirement and climb your way up that ladder because every rung you climb up means, you know, the more successful you are. And like, this is such a ridiculous story. And it's so linked to our self-worth. Okay, let me just paint this picture for you, because I'm sure you've had these thoughts before. But like, the longer my business stays around, the longer my business stays the same, the longer I keep selling these socks or keep selling this program, the more successful I will be, the more successful the world will think I am. But if I shall dare to stop selling the socks or to change the structure of my business or to change my own vision for what my life looks like, then, oh my gosh, like I must be a failure 
because I don't have it all together. I don't have it figured out. I'm constantly changing. I'm the black sheep. I'm the weird one. I'm the one who's just all over the place. And some of us wear this identity from childhood. You know, some of us struggled in school or we're always sort of artists or the the odd one. And, you know, this has been an identity that we've wanted to outgrow. Like a lot of us don't want to grow up being the black sheep. We don't want to have our parents worrying about us. We want to hold the identity of being stable and being okay. But here's a reframe for all of us. You know, what if evolution became the most natural, common thread between all of us? What if we didn't expect one another to stay the same for 50 years, to wake up for 50 years every single morning wanting the exact same thing? What if we broke that old paradigm and that old way of thinking down and actually said, hey, wait a minute, we are human beings who naturally evolve over a lifetime. And the most natural thing about us is that we are born to change. We are born to become more self-aware. We are born to shift. We are born to want something different when we are 50 than we wanted when we were 25. And I think if we can give ourselves this permission to wildly explore and change and shift and pivot as we grow as individuals, what we find is that we release the feeling and the the thought or belief that when you are rigid and linear, that you are smart, intelligent, and successful. I think this reframe can can offer us all a lot in terms of being an entrepreneur because yes, we want stability. Yes, we want consistency and we want to stick to something and to see it through. But sticking to something and seeing it through does not mean that you start something today and complete it on the day that you die, okay? Seeing something through from start to finish is like, hey, I've got this launch. It's three weeks long. I'm going to stick to this launch. I'm going to give this three-week launch my all. Or, hey, I want to try this new social media strategy. I'm going to stick to it for all of Q2, and I'm going to see how it feels. I'm going to see what happens for the entirety of Q2. I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to see it through to completion. So let's shorten the amount of time that we give ourselves to see something through from start to finish, and let's actually give ourselves this period of reflection, yes, about this that says, hey, okay, what is working in this, and what do I like, and what do I not like, and at the end of the phase, at the end of the project, at the end of the launch, I want you to ask yourself something. Okay, and this is how I know what parts of my work are still in alignment versus what parts of my work need to fall away because I have outgrown them, okay, or need to pivot or need to shift so that I can become energized by it, like need to outsource something, I need to get delegate a task to someone else because when I am not energized in my work, my business is not growing and that is my belief. So here's what I ask myself after a Monday, after a Tuesday, 
after the content club live, after I send something out to my email list, after I create something for a client, after I record a podcast, I am constantly in reflection of this. Do I feel energized by this? Do I feel energized or do I feel drained and depleted? And that's really all it comes down to. Now, here's the thing, okay? There are naturally growing pains when you start something new. So there are naturally going to be moments where you're like, oh God, that just drained the crap out of me. I spent three hours making a reel and I feel so tired, right? Or I feel like, oh my gosh, I just wasted my time. Or oh my goodness, I cannot believe it just took me two hours to write one email to my email list. But what happens over time is you start to develop a skill set And you're either going to notice as you develop a skill set, whether you like something or don't like something. So here's where you really have to use your own awareness as a human being, turn your brain on and get curious about yourself and say, okay, is this taking me a long time because I'm distracted? Is this taking me a long time because I'm really not good at it? Is this taking me a long time because I don't want to do it, but I think I should do it? Is this taking me a really long time because I'm not fully engaged in it? So really start to ask yourself, like, why is this taking me so long? Why does this feel so hard to get done? And then on the flip side, like as you start to answer these questions for yourself and get curious about it, if you really don't like something, if you're really like in this moment of curiosity, you find out like, hey, I've actually never been good at writing. Writing essays in high school was just as hard for me as that email felt. Or I'm really not a technical person. And, you know, having to create a website and figure out all my SEOs and whatever is just not my skill. Well, you're going to start to learn things about yourself as an entrepreneur. And then you can set yourself up to make different decisions. One thing that could happen is you can start to delegate. You can start to outsource the things that you don't like or that you're not good at. Your weaknesses can go to other people who have that and embody that skill as a strength. Okay, this is going to help you grow your business at a rapid fire pace because you're not going to be slowing yourself down using your limited amount of energy on tasks that are draining you. And I see this all the time, people in their businesses, like, I got to do everything. They're doing everything. Maybe they're in a startup phase and, you know, they're working 24-7 to sort of get things set up, but all of their energy is being drained, spent on doing things that they don't like to do, don't want to do. And as a result, the things that they do like to do aren't getting the best of them. So kind of take an inventory in your business of this, because this could be one of the major things that's slowing down your growth. The other side of this is that, you know, through those growing pains in the beginning of your business days, when you are getting things started, these are typically the days that you don't have high cash flow. So you also may not have a ton of money to outsource or delegate things yet. And in this situation, I just want to remind you that you are going to get better at those things. So keep trying, get the things done that just need to get done in order to get you to that next stage in your business. You know, when you are bringing some money in where you could outsource, where you, where you could start to build a team or even to that stage where something does become 
easier, requiring less effort and therefore less time. So stay in the practice of that thing if you can't afford to delegate it. And over time, it's naturally going to be easier and it will be less of a drain for you. And then as your business grows, you can outsource those things. So I never think it's a bad idea to have an understanding of of what would be next on your outsourcing list right? What would be next for you? Like when you hit that next milestone, how would you reinvest that money in your business to free up more of your creative time? How would you delegate tasks to different people to allow you to do more of the things that you like, more of the things that, you know, really do get you excited and fulfill you at the end of your workday rather than leaving you feel sort of disembodied and tired and sort of drained. So this is sort of the way that I like to look at alignment in my business. Am I excited about it? Do I feel like it is allowing me to meet my next level of potential as an entrepreneur and as a creative? Is it challenging me? I like to be challenged. Am I fully engaged with the activity that I'm in? If not, it's just wasting my time and energy. And it's not pushing me. Therefore, it's not growing my business. It's not allowing me to reach my highest state of potential, which means that I'm probably being a little bit lazy in my work. I'm probably not even fully present. And that for me is a a massive red flag because I don't know about you, but the reason I started this business was to have a big impact and to serve people and to feel my purpose and my life was put to a good use to feel completely filled up by my own artistic expression and the connection and the community that I get to experience because of that. And if I'm not fully engaged in my work, then those things are not happening. So that to me is where I feel like this is no longer in alignment. This is not helping me get where I want to go. It's not in service the way that I desire to be in service. And this is kind of when I'll start to look at my actions, my behaviors, and how I could shift those, even my products, my services, my offers, um, how I can pivot these things in my business to bring me back into alignment with the big vision. So I wanted to offer you this conversation um, to get curious about yourself. How drained are you? How much energy do you feel at the end of a workday? Is your business currently giving to you or is it draining you? And how can you pivot to really feel into this to bring yourself back to life in your work? Uh, The Branded Mastermind, the first call starts this Thursday. We are kicking off Q2 together. Uh, There are still spaces in that mastermind. So the link is in the show notes. A lot of the work we do in this mastermind is going to bring you back into alignment with your purpose and your vision. We want to ignite your fire again. We want to answer some of these questions, you know, like what do I want this to look like moving forward? And we want to have a plan for you and we want to get you intentionally purposefully where you want to go so that your work is lighting you up and really making you feel like, you know, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, it's happening. And I feel good about it. And I feel like my business is, you know, not only paying the bills and helping me become known for what I want to be known for, but it's also giving me this sense of creative fire and freedom and liberation and excitement and aliveness. 
And uh, that's a huge aspect of a lot of the work that we do inside the branded mastermind. So the mastermind is three months. It'll run from April 6th until the end of June. And I cannot wait to connect with those of you who are ready to shift, you know, from misalignment to alignment in your work to bring yourself back online inside your brand to create some habits with consistency and to to do that strategically with creativity at the forefront. So we move through my signature process in this mastermind. Uh, we cover a lot of ground in our three months together. Uh, we've got two live calls every single month. You get access to all of my workshops and you also get access to three months inside the content club. So you get to discover an entirely new way of writing and creating uh, to create consistency in your online brand message. So I hope to see you inside the mastermind. There is a payment plan uh, for those of you who desire that. Uh, So go click the link in my bio, take a peek. And if you have any questions, as always, email us team at robinsavage.com. Uh, We've got a lot of fun things coming up this quarter. We're entering Q2. I am so excited to be continuing this journey with you and to really be deepening these conversations. Um, As mentioned earlier in this episode, if you're not on my email list yet, go join the email list. There are a lot of fun things planned uh, to be dropping there throughout this quarter. Now, you always want to make sure that you are getting that juicy, juicy goodness to support you in building your brand and business and life in a way that feels the most genuinely like who you are. If you loved this podcast, please share it. Go follow on Spotify or the Apple podcast to make sure that you are getting notified when these podcasts drop every week. And also leave a review. Let me know what you think and what you want more of. I do often answer questions. Um, not often. That's not true. I've done it once, but I've got a lineup of other questions to answer. So if you've got something that you'd like me to cover on the pod, then let me know in the DMs. And I'm really excited to chat with you next week. All right. Have a good one. Ciao.